Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hi guys, welcome to the second episode of Gundaraj. Today I'm going to tell you a story that might be a little bit difficult for you to hear. I know it was for me the first time that I heard it. It's about two young boys in their mid 20s who unfortunately did not live to tell this tale. The voice you will hear in this podcast belongs to their very close friend Ankur Saikya who was supposed to be with them when they died but due to sheer luck couldn't make it that day and that's the only reason he is alive today. But wait, I'm jumping the gun. Let me start by introducing these boys. Abhijit Nath and Nilotpal Das were two 20-something boys from Guwahati who had moved out of Assam for college. They were just regular boys interested in what most boys their age are: music, books, girls, cinema, just the usual. They were also keen travelers and used to enjoy road trips. Both of them were musicians and often used to jam together. When they weren't traveling or playing music, Nilotpal worked as a sound engineer and Abhijit as a contractor. On 8th of June 2018, Abhijit and Nilotpal were both in Guwahati for the holidays. They decided to take a short trip to the hill town of Karbi Anglong for the day. Nilotpal wanted to see the waterfalls and Abhijit who used to breed fish was looking for a specific species of fish for his aquarium which could only be found in that district. They asked their common friend Ankur to join them as well but since it was a working day Ankur couldn't go. So the next day Abhijit and Nilotpal decided to go anyway. They took Abhijit's SUV and set out for their trip. What was supposed to be just a guys day out for the two friends turned into the most horrific day of their lives. Also the last day of their lives. At first everything seemed to be going well. Nilotpal called Ankur around 3 o'clock to say that he and Abhijit weren't able to make it to the waterfalls as it was too late and that they were turning back. He said he and Abhijit would be back in Guwahati by evening and they would meet up with Ankur then. But then at around 8 o'clock Ankur got the dreaded phone call. It was from Abhijit's fiance who was terrified. She told him that she had tried to call Abhijit to check how far they were and his phone was answered by a stranger. When she asked to speak to Abhijit, the man said something absolutely chilling. He said, "We have killed your fiance. You can switch on the news to see how we have done it." Absolutely shocked at these words, Ankur tried to stay calm, telling himself that it was probably just a brawl that the boys had gotten into and the locals were trying to scare the girl on the phone. He called up some local friends in the area and asked them to find out whatever they could. In about 30 minutes, Ankur's friend called him back and said to him, "If you're standing, take a seat because what I'm about to tell you will be very difficult for you to believe." He then went on to confirm the horrible news that Abhijit and Nilotpal had indeed been mob lynched by locals in a village called Dokmoka because they were believed to be child kidnappers. Without giving it a second thought, Ankur immediately rushed to the police station. On the way, he called up an ex-superintendent of police who he knew personally in the hope that somehow all this was a terrible mistake and could be proved wrong by a person belonging to the police force. When he reached the police station, 
Ankur jumped out of his car looking around for the families of Abhijit and Nilothpal. When he spotted Abhijit's father sitting outside on a bench staring at the ground, his heart sank. When I reached there, I saw Abhijit's father sitting in a bench outside the police station. His face, his hands, everything was covered by mosquitoes. Like it was a swamp of mosquitoes, like all over him, and he did not even move a inch. Like he didn't even realize there were so many mosquitoes all around it. I just wiped his face, wiped his hand, and then I asked him what had happened. Like what, what is, what do you know about them? So he said that there is a accident that has happened. That is what the cops informed him that there is an accident that has happened, and they are critically injured. Suddenly, Ankur's phone started buzzing, and he saw some messages had come in from the SP he had contacted earlier. When he opened the messages and saw what was coming in, he felt like he was about to faint. There were graphic photos and videos of his friends being bludgeoned to death. Nilakpal's body being dragged. Someone is pulling him by the hair and dragging him in the dragging him in the video, and you know. Literally, people trying to uh, cut Abhijit with daggers. You know, videos like that. Very disturbing videos. By this time, Ankur obviously knew the awful truth in all its horror, but he couldn't bring himself to tell the parents of his friends. He and his other friends just sat there, stunned and shattered at the videos they had seen. They waited for the police to come and tell them what they already knew. When the police officially broke the news, Abhijit and Nilothpal's fathers immediately wanted to go to the hospital to see their sons. But the police told them that the mob was waiting on the road and it was not safe to go out. There were also news reports coming in in which they were told that the mob had gathered outside the hospital as well. They had already broken into the hospital, pulled out the bodies of the boys and further tried to harm the bodies. Although the cops had arranged for escorts, they then changed the plan and decided to wait until morning. They were afraid for the safety of Nilothpal and Abhijit's parents, and they weren't sure that they would be able to control the situation if the mob attacked. Ankur and his friends were scared. I remember Abhijit's father had a couple of people with him to go along, but Nilothpal's father was standing alone there, and he was looking desperately. He was looking at us. Like me and my friends, he asked us if, I, if we could accompany him. But to be honest, like we were all so scared that we didn't know like what to do. I I screamed at my friends basically. This is a regret that I would like to share. Like I screamed at my friends that had had it been us today and Nilupul would have been standing in our place, he wouldn't have given a second thought. He would have just left without our parents. But then we couldn't do that. That was something that I screamed at my friends, but I was actually screaming at myself too. Like that's a regret that I couldn't go with his father that day. In the meantime, when morning fell, the families of the boys went to the hospital where they were told the remains of their sons were being held. However, when they got there, they saw that instead of being kept on ice, the bodies had been kept in an ambulance overnight. and had already started decomposing they also found that both the boys faces had been smashed by huge boulders and were almost unrecognizable while it has been accepted that abhijit and nilothpal were lynched on suspicion of being child lifters 
Eyewitness accounts suggest another more ominous aspect to this lynching. To give a little bit of a background, Karbi Anglong, while beautiful, is a complex area. Its people consider themselves to be the real Assamese and they believe they have been shortchanged on account of people who come from mainstream Assam. They have an autonomous council which means not much is known about their affairs. People from mainstream Assam do not generally feel very safe going to their areas. In fact, Nilotpal and Abhijit's parents had also tried to dissuade them from going there. There is also a lot of illegal mining that goes on there and it is suggested by eyewitnesses that these two boys saw something they perhaps shouldn't have seen with regards to the mining. Also, they took some pictures. A local person called Alpha Jaws Timung, who is a two-time murder accused and quarry worker, saw them taking these pictures and started an argument with the boys. Initially, the boys held their own, but when they saw more and more locals pouring in, they got nervous and got into their car to leave. When Alpha Joes realized they were getting away, he called up some lumpen elements in the Dokmoka village and told them to be ready to accost a black SUV which was trying to escape with an abducted child in it. So when the boys approached the village, they found a 250-person strong mob armed with sickles, sticks and daggers waiting for them, thinking them to be kidnappers. The mob smashed their car, dragged them out and brutally beat them to death. They also took a video of this vicious lynching, in which one can hear Nilotpal begging for his life. He is clearly heard saying, Do not kill me. Please do not beat me. I am an Assamese just like you. Believe me, I am speaking the truth. My father's name is Gopal Chandra Das and my mother's name is Radhika Das. Please let me go. Sadly, this wasn't enough to save him or his friend. For Ankur, this incident has turned his world upside down. He says this has changed not only the course of his life, but his entire personality, making him a much kinder person who is now willing to fight for others when he sees something bad happening. I would just like to say that had I stepped out of my home, when the first such incident I heard of, and I would have fought for it, today I think I could have saved my friends. That's never too late. I have woken up. I heard your story too. And anything can happen anywhere. You just need to be careful about it. And uh, we need to stand up for each other. And that is something that, you know, we shouldn't wait for something to happen to us and then stand up. Stand up. Because that would be very late. Like, I am too late for it. I agree and I, I'm, I criticize myself for doing this because I never stood up for others. And now it came to my, it has happened to me. I would say when it has happened to me, now I realize why that is so important. This fight definitely, I'm going to take it as far as possible and I'm going to do everything that is possible to get justice for these two boys. He, along with the family and friends of Nilotpal and Abhijit, have taken on the legal battle and are refusing to back down. He says the fight for justice is the one thing that keeps him going. Although disappointed at the lack of action by the authorities and the impunity with which the accused meet them in court, Ankur says he will never give up this fight. This is what we make sure. Every court hearing we are present there, staring right into the eyes of those opposition advocates, staring right into those people, those accused who are also trying to mock us. But we are 
there every day so that they understand that they cannot just you know think that we will get tired we will never get tired and they should understand that you know our silence is not a weakness thank you for listening to gundaraj you can write in to me on facebook on the gundaraj group or page the link is on the cover as well as the bio of this podcast if you would like to share your story with me i'd love to listen do like share and subscribe to this podcast because i'll be back in 2 weeks with another episode another story that has been sent in from someone who is just like you and me see you then इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट